Questions are all around us. Learn. Why is liquid cold? Learn. What is maths? Learn. Why does this Ow. hurt? Learn. What is the enlightenment? I don't know. And now, thanks to the University of Auckland, it's time to ready, steady, learn! And this morning we're speaking with Gage Quigley-Tump, who is a PhD student in the School of Psychology, with a very interesting uh, look into silent minds, which is something called anorulia. Am I saying that right, Gage? I would say it's anoralia. Anoralia. Okay, tell us a little bit about this phenomenon. It sounds very interesting and kind of hard to wrap your head around a little bit. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, the main idea is that uh, we're sort of researching these kind of individual differences in how we imagine things, like how vivid is one person's imagination compared to another. Mm. And so I think the kind of the easier way to understand it is to think about it in terms of visuals, first of all. So if I ask you to imagine, say, a horse in a field or something, you may you may see this, you know, crystal clear, like full HD kind of image in your mind, you know, like you're watching a movie. Yeah. But then other people may actually just see nothing at all. They just see a completely, it's just a blank experience in their mind. So wow. we're, we're sort of looking into the same kind of thing, but related to sounds so okay. how well can you imagine your favorite song or do you just hear nothing at all that's so interesting what what got you interested in this process this uh, this type of imagining to begin with well i started with the the visual sort of domain as well i got very interested in that there's been a lot of research done into that and then just sort of the ad went around for someone explore you know investigating the same thing but from a audio perspective and then as a musician I was just kind of really in, intrigued in this and you know I find it very hard to what that experience must be like not having any sound in your mind at all. I, I definitely have had conversations with friends about the visual thing uh, talking to someone who's said that they can only you know imagine an item in relation to themselves so if they want to try and imagine an apple they can sort of imagine it if they imagine themselves holding it but that's about as close as they can get to just conjuring up an image like that what have you been finding when it comes to sound and how people are able to pull sound out of their head well i think a common one would be the phenomenon of the earworm you know you hear some mm. annoying song on the radio and it's stuck with you for days and right you can't not hear it you know it's almost involuntary but then, and then also there's the inner monologue, you know, uh, if you're trying to plan your day, you're constantly running through all the tasks in your head or something like that. But then there must, there exists people out there that don't do this at all. They just have a completely silent mind. They don't have any kind of inner monologue. They just sort of exist. Oh God, that must be peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> a nice way to be. Is this something that you yourself experience or how did you kind of get into, I guess, finding people who've had this experience? It's certainly not something I, I experience. I, I think I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I have very clear sort of audio in my, in my mind. I can imagine songs very, very well. So, but how we found these people was we actually we kind of snuck a few questions related to it into this giant survey called the New Zealand Attitudes and Values Survey and so we got 
35,000 people to respond to this question. And from there, we found about 1% of people wow. so reported having no sort of inner experience. That's so interesting. And what, what, I guess, what's next for this type of research? What's the point of learning about this as a phenomenon? Well, I would, I would say it's for, I suppose, purely for scientific reasons, I guess. It's just kind of very interesting. And, you know, we're very interested in just how an, an individual can differ from someone else. We, we don't really, it's not really considered to be a disorder or anything mm. like that yet, because it doesn't seem to be any negative consequences. But it's just something really interesting that we want to m know more about. Totally. I, I, I'm very interested to hear if any of the listeners experience this. You can text us on 5395 and, and tell us your thoughts. Do you hear your thoughts? Do you hear worm, earworms and things like that? I, I definitely could do without some of the earworms, especially when it comes to TikTok songs and stuff that just really, <laughs> really lodge their way in there. What, what have been some of the most interesting conversations that you've had, Gage? Uh, I mean, or, you know, um, relayed uh, experiences that you've had come across your your research uh oh that's that's putting you on question. the spot a bit but I'm, I'm sure there's some interesting ones that you've you've had out there well a lot of the time we just kind of get blank looks like i'll ask them to be like yeah so we want you to do this part of our experiment i need you to imagine like the sound of a dog barking or something and then they just don't even know what i'm talking about <laughs> they just can't do it but obviously that doesn't translate to then if you hear a dog barking on, on the street, you'd know what that is then, is that right? Yeah, certainly. Well, yeah, for sure. So it's um, so fascinating. Totally different part of your brain then maybe, or way that you use your brain. Well, I would say there's certainly some overlap to do with, I think when you look at the scans and stuff, the same areas that are responsible for perception are also related to imagination. So you're sort right. of drawing from your memory to imagine something, but... Um, maybe they have some kind of brain difference. We just haven't explored that yet. So what does it look like when you are having uh, these brain scans and stuff? What does that actually look like? Do you get people to do that imagining while you have the scan going? How does it work? Well, well that's not something we have done yet. It's in the pipeline. But, cool. uh, if, I, but if I talk about uh, the sort of visual related studies, they have done all that kind of stuff. They'll, right. You'll be, you'll be in an MRI machine and they'll ask you to yeah, imagine various shapes and objects and things like that and then show them to you as well and see if there's kind of the same areas of the brain are lighting up. That's so interesting. Thank you so much for chatting to us about this this morning, Gage. We'll put, there's a, a really interesting article uh, about, uh, I'm already going to say it correct, uh, incorrectly again, remind us of the, the correct pronunciation of the phenomenon. Anoralia. Anoralia. Uh, we'll put a little link to a really interesting article up in the podcast after the show for anyone who wants to read a bit more about it. Uh, and I would love to hear more about your experiences. So send them in on 5395. Cheers for speaking with us, Gage. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was Ready, Steady, Learn. Thanks to the University of Auckland, the best university.